Hey Logo Geeks, Ian Paget here, and on this week's episode I'm speaking with Stephen Harrigan about the transition from graphic designer to brand strategist. But before we dive into that, I want to thank FreshBooks who have sponsored this episode. We are close to the end of the tax year, which is when you'll want to make sure that your income and expenses is all nicely organized. A cloud-based accounting software like FreshBooks will ensure that's the case. So when it comes around to tax time, you'll be able to export out tidy reports for expenses, invoice details, sales tax, making it easy for you to sort out your own self-assessment or work with an accountant to do that for you. To try FreshBooks out for yourself, I'm offering you a free 30-day trial. To claim that, just head to freshbooks.com forward slash logogeek, making sure to enter logogeek in the how did you hear about us section. So things are a little bit crazy in the world right now with coronavirus spreading. So make sure to take care of yourself. Make sure to check out the advice from scientists and professionals. Um, Avoid some of the fake news online. Make sure to check, um, you know, the advice from your uh, local government or uh, healthcare. Uh, We have the NHS in the UK, so uh, check that. But the general advice seems to be to wash your hands and avoid touching your face. Um, I'm sure many of you might be self-isolating. I, I know myself, I'm uh, avoiding going out a little bit more than what I would normally. It's a scary time, but let's try and look at the positive of this. Now is the best time to work on things that you've not had the time to do. You know, things like writing case studies for your website or creating that piece of content or working on that side project that you've been wanting to do for a long time or and this is something I'm doing myself do some self-improvement you know read more books or take some training courses to, to learn a new skill and that's something I really want to try and encourage now I've been a graphic designer for around 15 years and for a lot of that time I've been designing work based on a, a provided brief but Something I've been working towards for the past five years or so is to better understand the reason for the thing that I'm working on. So to work in a more strategic way, and that will allow me to design a more effective solution for that project. And um, it not only makes the work more successful, but it's also much more rewarding too. And this is where brand strategy comes into play. I feel it's become somewhat of a buzzword, especially online. I'm seeing inexperienced designers referring to themselves as brand strategists, which they're not. I mean, to, to be a brand strategist, you have to learn so much. There's so much complexity to it. If you're a graphic designer and you, you're just asking a, a few questions, that doesn't make you a brand strategist. I've been learning a lot about this topic, but I I don't ever want to become a brand strategist, at least not at the moment. I I simply believe that the more that I understand about brand strategy and the more tools that I have to my disposal to understand my client's business and their needs, I can help them design a more effective solution, you know, be that a brand identity or other assets. This is the reason why I've been taking courses around brand strategy, even though I don't plan to become a a brand strategist. You know, I've been reading books on branding. I've been learning as much as I can. I'm finding it's a really deep rabbit hole with so much to learn. And the more I'm learning, the the more I'm seeing that there's no set way. But I, I find that exciting, you know, that by reading more books and taking more courses and and diving into these different things from each one I'm going to learn something new I mean I, I've I've been fortunate to uh, attend Marty Niemeyer's in-person workshop called level C which is a, a masterclass there's there's five parts to it I've, I've completed level one and have level two booked in later in the year I've also worked through core from the future 
I've read endless books and uh, most recently I've been working through a, a training course called Brand Master Academy. It's a course that Jacob Cass has been really promoting quite heavily. And whilst I'm only part of the way through that course, I can honestly say it's, it's the most comprehensive course that I've seen to date for learning brand strategy. Stephen is a fantastic educator and he communicates everything so clearly and with each section, he's included plenty of downloadable assets, you know, all the the forms, questions you need to ask, uh, templates for telephone calls. I mean, it's it's very comprehensive and, and very in-depth. And um, I have to say, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed with what I've done so far. And for that reason, I, I want to help Stephen spread the word on this. Uh, that's why I have him on this podcast today. And uh, we also plan to go live in the Facebook group very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, But if you're keen to check out this training course, head to logogeek.uk forward slash brandmaster. That will take you through to a free uh, mini training session with Stephen. And if you decide that you like his training style, which I personally do, then you can decide if you wish to invest further in the course, which, like I said, is very comprehensive and a worthwhile investment. So, again, to find that training course, head to logogeek.uk forward slash brandmaster. I've been really enjoying the training so far. So it'd be really cool if a few listeners start working through this as well. And then maybe we can create some kind of group online where we compare notes um, and maybe collaborate in, in some way whilst we work through that. Uh, so anyway, on the podcast this week, like I said, I am joined by the creator of Brand Master Academy, Stephen Harrigan, where we discuss some of the secrets behind working as a brand strategist. So let's dive straight into this. Here is the interview with Stephen Harrigan. I think brand strategy has become one of those buzzwords and and everyone's talking about it but I've learned myself by attending courses and going through certain workshops yours being one of them that there's a lot more to brand strategy than than some people might realize so as a starting question I'd like to ask you what does it mean when someone calls himself a brand strategist yeah. So, uh, yeah. Look, I, I completely agree. There is um, there is a lot of uh, different ideas about what brand strategy is. Um, there's also a lot of misunderstanding as well, and and it doesn't help that it's it's not something that's you know explained in in black and white. Branding is not something that is explained in, in black and white. There's a lot of people, even you know the the uh, you know the the bigwigs in in the industry who would describe it different from from one person to the next but in terms of uh building a brand um you know there there are quite a different uh, quite a few different you know levels to that there are a, a lot of different parts to to the overall puzzle so just from the perspective of your background and my background and and obviously your your listeners background as well uh, my uh, introduction into branding has been through visual design. So everything, my initial uh, introduction into to branding was through understanding uh, logos, typography, color palettes, uh, image style. And, you know, that's that was where I cut my teeth on branding. But when you step away, when you, when you kind of look at branding from a broader perspective and you look at what branding is all about well branding is essentially uh, the expression of a brand okay so so we're trying to uh shape perceptions and the perceptions that we're trying to shape are of our audience and and the perceptions live in their minds so that's what the brand is trying to do it's trying to shape perceptions and you know if we're designing a logo or a brand identity we're only going to have a small part of the puzzle. We're going to have only have a little bit of impact on how our work shapes the mind of the audience. So as I said, when we take a step back and we look at the bigger picture, there's 
a lot more to strategy than just the visuals. The visuals is just one small piece to the puzzle. Um, if I had to put a number on it, uh, I would say around about 10 to 20%. And the rest is made up of individual elements that all work together to shape the mind of the audience. So, you know, to, to there, there is a lot of, you know, different perspectives. And I, I think, and I know that, uh, you know, there are some people out there who are branching out into brand design or sorry, brand strategy, and they, they don't have the, the necessarily the background as to, you know, what is involved in brand strategy. They apply some creative, uh, sorry, strategic thinking to their designs, which is great. And that's exactly where I started as well. And, you know, when, when I started to talk more about brand strategy and I, I wanted to introduce the idea of brand strategy into my services, I, because I was applying creative thinking to what I was doing, I believed I was pl- applying brand strategy. But the more I learned and the more I read, and, and obviously you know this now as well, Ian, because you know, you, you've gone down that road as well and you've done mm-hmm. courses and, and you know, you've, you've read books. I know that you're, uh, you're, you've, you've done quite a few courses now at this stage, but yeah. you know, the more you learn, the more you realize, wow, this, this is, this, this thing is pretty big. I know that the, the iceberg analogy, uh, is used quite a bit. And, and I, I do like that because, you know, you, you see, you see what you, what you can see. And, you know, the, the analogy there is that with visual design, you can see it, but with brand strategy, you, you can't see it. And the more you dig, the more you realize how big this thing is, the more you learn how big, this, uh, how big this thing is, the more you realize, you know, how, how much there is to it and how much, how many tools you have at your disposal to be able to shape the perceptions of your audience. So yeah, look, it is, it is definitely kind of in a, a gray space at the moment because you're right, it is. It has been a buzzword over the last couple of years. It's something that I've been digging into for for many years now. But um, certainly, uh, with with the likes of the the future and um, you know more and more people talking about brand strategy, a lot more people are interested. Okay, you know, I'm I'm in this field of branding. I want to know more. And and you know, the the more you learn, the more you go down the strategic road, and as 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 I've said, and as as you said, the the more you learn, the the kind of more you realize there is to learn. Yeah, it's definitely a rabbit hole. And and to give some kind of background as to my experience with it, um, as I, I I design a lot of logos and brand identities, and when I start my process, I basically got a questionnaire. I ask a load of questions. I get that information. I put together a, a list of bullet points based on that. And I've always kind of described that as um, a, a strategy and that I'm, I'm working in a strategic way, which is true. But mm. I've learned by doing courses, reading books, um, spending a lot of time on this stuff. That it is a, an incredibly deep rabbit hole. There, there's so much to this. Um, I, I don't think personally I plan to become a strategist as such mm-hmm. but uh, the, where, where, the main where, reason where did where did you start your um your your design career did you did you work for an agency um as a junior designer or or did you work with other designers when you when you were um i i started in in house mm-hmm. uh with a medical company working okay. on things like brochures basically doing just graphic design someone mm-hmm. would provide me with information tell me the type of thing that they would want and then i would basically make it look nice yeah um yeah. I, I guess in terms of thinking more about strategy is is come from reading books on branding and mm-hmm. or or brand and and when i first started reading those books i i thought brand was the graphic design side of things mm-hmm. but brand is is i, I guess business brand yeah, is I, business it's, yeah, it's all yeah. that backgrounds work but behind a business and you, you've hit the nail on the head there and and look when when uh, designers start out, uh, whether they're in an in-house role or an agency role, their job is design. So, yeah. you know, they, they get to design 
all day, every day. They get briefs put in front of them and, and essentially the briefs, um, you know, give them some, uh, some strategic direction. You know, if, if you're in an in-house role, there's probably less thought put into strategy. It's more along the lines of, we need a brochure, make it look good. But if you're, if you're working in an agency, um, you know, you often have some strategists or certainly art directors who have their, um, their, their fingers more into strategy and apply some uh, strategic direction before the job lands on your plate. But the, the shift then happens when you move out of that employment role and you move into a freelance role because you're not dealing with somebody else's client anymore. You're not dealing with somebody else's business. You're dealing with your own clients. And it becomes, it becomes clear quite quickly because it, it, starts, it starts with, okay, well, who is, this, who is this business and who are we trying to appeal to? That's the first question that leads down the strategy path. Who are we trying to appeal to? Because that leads into knowing the audience. And that is the very first starting point of, of building a strategy. You, you need to know that audience. And, you know, people like yourself and people like myself, when I started to, to freelance and I started to ask these questions about audience, that's when I started to ask more questions. Okay, let's, let's read about branding. Let's, let's get stuck into branding because, you know, branding is what I loved more than more than anything you know if i in my agency role i got a lot of print work i got a lot of web work but if but when i got a, a when i got brand work when i got the opportunity to design a brand identity that's that's when you know i had a good week you know i i, I loved that part of it so it became clear to me that i loved branding and when i branched out on on my own and i started to do freelance work then, you know, they became my clients and I wanted to know about their business, you know, who they were trying to appeal to, what way they were trying to appeal to them. And I first started to shift my designs. But as I said, you know, I read more and more and more and I realized that strategy is not just an extension of your design. It's it's a whole a whole different ballgame. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I had a, a, a similar background in terms of coming across brand strategy for the first time and and you know that opening up my appetite yeah i i found um through the the years i mean i've been reading about branding for uh quite a few years now i'd say maybe five six years or so and just from the beginning just some basic knowledge actually improved my work right away because i went from um you know just making something look nice to like you said asking questions trying to understand who are we trying to target with this what is it we're trying to achieve with what we're doing and um even though i mean that that was with an agency so i needed to work the way that they worked but just that that basic level of understanding significantly improved my work and i Ooh. could see the 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 real value of of digging deeper mm -hmm. and that's why in the last i guess it's the last year or two that i've been looking into it more so um like i mentioned um uh, recently i i've, I've attended uh, marty Neumar's level c yeah. Um, yeah i've done masterclass one i've got masterclass two booked i've um i've taken things like core from the future and their advanced strategy bundle and i've also looked at what you're doing there's so much out there. There's all these different frameworks. There's all these different approaches and uh, there's no set way of doing it. And and I think that's why it can seem quite overwhelming. But the, the general idea is just to understand the business who you're trying to target. Um, just basically understand what the business is try, trying to do. And in some cases, and I'm sure you found this a lot, a lot of businesses that I speak to don't actually know the answers to a lot of these things. And, and that's one of those things I would like to help with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's a really important point, actually, because, you know, when you sit down with, uh, with a prospect and with a, with a client and you want to understand as much as possible about their business, you know, they don't, they don't have all the answers for you they have the basic business 
answers and you know they are the the initial ingredients that you need to develop a brand strategy but a lot of the time you know these business owners have created a business based on an idea uh, you know they've seen an opportunity in the market and what they know is how to execute what their business proposes to give the target audience an end result okay so you know that knowledge is really important in the operation of a business but when it comes to branding it doesn't help too much and even when you ask you know questions about their target audience you know often they're very very generic in their answers you know they'll say you know women between you know 25 and 35 and uh, you know they, you know they'll give you basic demographics and you know if you've done any kind of uh, strategic background work you know in terms of developing you know buyer personas or anything like that then you know that uh, demographics and psychographics are only really the starting point it just rules out you know who your target audience is not as opposed to who it really is and you know the 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 more you 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 dig into who that person is the more you know you you gain some insights and and you know when you when you look at the competitors then you gain some more insights and then you apply some creative thinking and you start to see opportunities and gaps and and positions in the market your your client is not going to have all that information they're going to have some basic information to give to you and you're going to gather that within a discovery session but it's really the research that you then apply to the information that they've given you you know and what you learn from that research and what you learn about their audience and you know then applying creative thinking to that to to find a unique position that then really opens up you know what their brand is about to become mm. well i think one thing that i'd love to spend some time going through and and i don't think that we'll be able to go through everything because like we we've mentioned um strategy is a very big broad topic mm. um so we do have a little bit of time i i'd like to ask you like how you would go about conducting a strategy and like i said i know that we don't have that much time so we need to go through fairly high level and I want to try and steer people towards your course because it's the most comprehensive and well-covered course that I've come across personally. Mm -hmm. You go through everything really well. You're very good at explaining things. So I think um, if if you're happy to, I'd love to dig into how you go about conducting a strategy. And then like in the show notes or something, I'll link to uh, your course so that if people do want to dig deeper, they can. But this should just be a, a like a high level so that they can so that people can understand the type of things that they could get into. Yeah, so so you know in terms of uh, in terms of conducting strategy sessions and then developing the strategic framework they're they're two different things. And on the the strategy session side of things my approach is different to uh, a lot of approaches that are out there at the moment. I know um, that future have some good stuff and i'm you know i'm a proper fanboy of the future i love chris Bo and <laughs> mm -hmm. and you know everything that they're doing i i think it's awesome and i know um melinda livesey she's um she's got a a boot camp as well and and she's from yeah. the same school of thought in terms of uh, in terms of the the strategy sessions and and the the approach and the philosophy from that side is more along the lines of in-person one or two day uh, strategy sessions where you're in with the C-suite, you're in with the CEO, the COO, the, the managing director, the marketing manager, and, you know, the, the senior group of people within the organization for, you know, a, a, an intense two day period to go through, you know, the, the, the whole brand strategy from start to finish. So, my approach is a bit different to that. Now, the the reason that mine mine is different is is just in the way I developed it, and just in the way I learned. And because all of my work was was remote, I, I do have clients, and still to this day, I do have face to face clients that I catch up with, and um, you know, sit down and and uh, and have coffee with qu quite often. But in terms of running brand strategy sessions a lot of the work that i've done 
has been remote. And that's where my philosophy has been developed from. And I know that a lot of a lot of designers are quite introverted. Now, I've got, I've got a background in finance. I actually used to be a stockbroker, believe it or not, back in in hmm. uh, you know up until two thousand and eight, and and that's when I kind of shifted when the the GFC happened. I shifted into something that that um, that I love to do, which is design. But you know, so so I I would be more than comfortable to sit in a room of um, you know of c-suites and, and kind of go through a, a session like this but just in terms of the way i developed my process and the way i learned and and the dealings that i had with my clients most of it was remote and that's how i developed my strategy sessions and they are broken up they're they're not a, a, a two-day session face-to-face they're broken up into into three different sections so the 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 start of that would be your traditional discovery call um, and you know, there, this, this is part of, of the sales process as well. So, you know, uh, that is when you, when you start to speak to your prospect about their business, you're gathering information, but you're also, you're also selling them. Now, I don't mean selling in terms of the traditional selling, but there's a, a very specific structure that I use, a very specific framework that I use to get them to open up about their business. So you know, on a traditional discovery call, what you'll probably find is that, you know, the client will come to you and and say, how much for a logo or how much for a website? And, you know, they'll get on the phone and they'll jump straight into visuals and they'll start to talk about, you know, I like this logo. I like, I like the look of that. I, you know, I want to make sure that it's blue. And, you know, if you, if you have a conversation like that, if you allow, allow the conversation to kind of go down that road, well then, you know, it moves completely away from strategy. They see you as a designer and that's the only contribution you're going to make to their business. But if you keep it on a business level, so keep the conversation on a business level, you don't go down the road of talking visuals at all and just ask business questions. So the more you ask about their business, the more they're going to open up because look, at the end of the day, you know, entrepreneurs and, and business owners, they've, they're, they're invested in their business. You know, that it, you know, they're, they're passionate about their business. They've, you know, they've come up with this idea themselves, you know, they've got, they've got great ambitions for it. And other than, you know, probably their partner, they haven't had the opportunity to talk about their business. So when you open up the floor to them and say, you know, tell me about your business, it gives them the opportunity to, to really open up. And, you know, you, you meet their enthusiasm with enthusiasm yourself and, and encouragement. And, you know, you, you, you open the floor for them to, you know, really, really dream big. So you, you encourage them to, to think about what life looks like, you know, on, on the back of a successful brand and, you know, encourage the thinking of their vision. And, you know, w- once they do that and, and they're talking to you on a business level, they see you differently. They don't see you as a, a, as just a, a, a pixel pusher that is here to, to you know, throw together a website. If they're having that conversation with you, if they're speaking about their business, if they're speaking about their aspirations, they're looking at you on a different level. And that's that's a really important part to the step. And that's part of your positioning as well. You know, if you're going to go down the road of brand strategy, well, then you need to position yourself as a brand strategist. And part of that is the way you hold your conversations with your your prospects and your clients and you know that that just opens up the 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 direction of the conversation to go down the strategy road and uh, a technique that i used to uh, that i that i like to use which i call the epiphany question is to ask them a, a question that will make them have the epiphany themselves of what they need so you know by the time you get to that point you know, they've, they've kind of opened up about their business. They've, they're, they're dreaming about that vision. They're thinking about what their life looks like on the back of a successful brand, both professionally and personally, how that's going to impact their family. And so they're, they're, they're having that level of conversation with you. And, you know, when you ask them, you know, about their target market, so, you know, tell me about, do you have a clear profile of who your target market is and the position that you want to take in the market? You know, that's a very direct question and a very strategically based question that will, you know, they're, they're not going to have a direct answer for you. They're not going to have a clear cut answer that is going to be, yes, this is who my target audience is clear. This is the position that I want to take in the market. And, you know, the answer that they give you 
it will it will be a cross between no i don't or you know a a, a vague idea of of what they're talking about and that's your that's your opportunity to to shift the conversation towards strategy now if you think about it if if you had a jump just jumped on the phone for a standard discovery session and you know they asked for a logo how much for a logo and you turned around to them and say well i offer brand strategy service as well uh, as well well then they would say well i don't need that you know because you, they 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 don't see the value and that's part of of your role and part of my philosophy and part of the philosophy that i teach is that there's a massive disconnect between uh, between entrepreneurs and business owners about what branding is what it's not and what they need to be successful and as a brand strategist it's your role to close that gap it's your role to teach them what what tools they have at their disposal it's it's not just something that you're trying to sell you're actually trying to help them with their business and they're coming to you for help they might think they need a logo but when they come to you for a logo or for a website it's because they believe that that's what they need and you know if if you do your job well enough by you know, shifting the conversation to strategy and, and having that conversation, well, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to speak to them on a couple, a couple of different levels. You're going to, uh, you're going to speak to them on an emotional level because you've opened up that conversation about their vision and, and their aspirations. And you're going to speak to them on an analytical level and a logical level as well about, you know, well, where are you actually going with your business and how are you going to get there? So that just opens up the, 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 conversation and that leads into you know them being open to that brand strategy route and then there's another couple of steps after that there's the remote information gathering where they go away and take their time and think about a series of questions that you have for them and they're going to provide you with more information here but again remember what i said before these business owners are not strategists you know they're not necessarily going to have that information for you but they will give you the key ingredients that you need about the business and that is the basics of you know the basic ingredients for the strategy you then take that away and you apply your own research and this is the bulk of the work when it comes to strategy you really need to dig deep into you know the the individuals that you're trying to connect with because again remember what i said before about what brand strategy is it's an expression of the brand and with that expression you're trying to shape the perceptions in the mind of your audience you're not going to be able to shape their perceptions with just a logo or just a website you will be able to shape their perceptions if every single one of your brand strategy elements are developed correctly with the audience in mind and a specific way and a specific message to get across to them based on what difference that business is going to make in the marketplace so there's there's uh, there is the discovery session phase which is all about learning about the business and all about researching about you know the information that you need to develop the brand and then there is the framework development section so that is taking the information that you've learned from the discovery session taking the information that you've learned from the research session and strategizing bringing that information together strategizing about you know what is what are the opportunities in the market what can we do differently in the market compared to our competitors what does our audience like what's their personality like you know how can we shape our messaging to mirror their personality to mirror their their tone and and their desires so the framework does go deep and you know you've seen it yourself in you know, yeah. it, it, it goes into, of, of course, the standard uh, branding elements such as, you know, your, your, your audience persona, your competitive analysis, your positioning strategy, but then it goes deeper into personality. And, you know, there is a, a whole section on neuroscience and psychology, because look, at the end of the day, my, my philosophy and something that I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated about. This is just, this is not, not just Brandon. This is like, I've got like a a fascination about uh, science and psychology and why we kind of think the way we do, why we behave the way we do, why we act the way we do. And this is, this is hugely influential in branding because at the end of the day, you know, the audience is just people and they are behaving in a certain way and they're reacting to certain things. So if you understand why they react in a certain way, why they react to certain things, 
then you're armed with with really really high level information to be able to shape a strategy to be able to shape the messaging to to influence their mind the way you want their mind to be influenced the way you determine in the brand strategy so so yeah it it, it is it is a, a a really broad topic brand strategy and there are a lot of individual elements but you know, for, for those who are getting into strategy for the first time and they're thinking about, well, do I do strategy already, you know, with the design thinking that I do, well, you know, have a look, have a look at what's out there in terms of the, the free material, but certainly pick up some books and start to read about, you know, uh, branding, branding strategy, brand strategy frameworks, but also go a little bit further than that and, you know, learn a little bit about the psychology behind communication you know, why we do things the way we do, how the, the triune brain works, um, which is essentially our reptilian brain. And, and that's where we make, that's where we make all of our decisions. We make all of our decisions based on emotions, not analytical thinking. So the brain is divided up into three sections and you have to appeal to the older reptilian brain through emotional communication rather than analytical communication. So, you know, that, that you know, if you're armed with that knowledge when developing a, a brand messaging strategy, well then, you know, you're going to be far more successful at developing a strategy that will resonate with who the audience is. So I, I know I went on a bit of a tangent there, but but it is quite broad. You know, there are a lot of elements involved, but, you know, it, it is it is going back to, uh, to, to that idea about what branding is. It's about shaping perceptions. And the more tools you have at your disposal, the more knowledge you have at your disposal, the more knowledge you have on the, the minds that you're trying to, to influence, the people that you're trying to influence, well then, you know, the, the, the better end product your brand strategy is going to be. I just want to take a short break to thank FreshBooks who have sponsored this episode. As creatives, we like to spend our time designing logos and brand identities, but a lot of us spend more time than we'd like doing admin work, like creating invoices, chasing payments, logging expenses. And that's where FreshBooks can help you. It's an accounting software designed for creative professionals that will save you time. For example, you can create branded, professional-looking invoices in as little as 30 seconds. You can set up credit card payments right from those invoices too, meaning that your clients can pay faster. And when it comes around to tax time, you can export out tidy reports for expenses, invoice details, and sales tax to make working with an accountant really simple. Right now, I'm offering listeners of the Logo Geek podcast a free 30-day trial. To claim that, just head to freshbooks.com forward slash Logo Geek, making sure to enter Logo Geek in how did you hear about a section. Now let's get back to the interview. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to dissect there. And um, there's a couple of things that I um, I want to mention based on what you said. Mm. So, I mean, firstly, you mentioned that there's loads of books and, and courses and information out there. And um, I've personally read loads of different books. Um, I've had loads of conversations about this and I've taken uh, a number of different courses. And the, the main reason for that is because um, there's no set way of approaching this. Mm -hmm. The that there's basically an end goal of discovering this information and creating a strategy, but in terms of how you actually go about getting that information, there's loads of different frameworks, there's loads of different approaches. And what I'm personally trying to do is just understand as much as I can about how different people do this and then I'm going to build my own thing based on what I'm comfortable to do that that's the reason why I'd be keen to check out what Melinda's doing for yeah. example um it's it's why I've looked at things like core and what the future are doing why I've looked at what you've done mm -hmm. and um I mean everyone's doing things in a different way and it means that I can um basically build my own thing and and it's also worth noting that some companies have different problems and um, you work with different people and uh, you might want to approach uh, understanding something in a slightly different way with different tools. And, and like you said, the, the more that you have to your disposal, 
the 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 the, the better it is. What one? Um, I also 100%. sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I, like I totally agree with you, and I, I'm the same. So that that's it's it's how I put together my framework. It 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 wasn't looking at what one person was doing. It was reading a lot of different things about not just branding, not just branding either about you know about about uh marketing and and neuromarketing and you know uh influence and you know all of these these different things to kind of you know piece together my philosophy and as you said there are there are a number of different philosophies out there and and you know I've got plans to to uh take some of the courses that you've taken as well just to get you know a a a broader perspective and just to be armed with more tools you know the 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 more tools you're armed with the better you're going to be able to 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 do your job in terms of of strategizing and that's something that i that i um you know that that i really focused on within within the the course is helping the students understand not just the steps because steps are just a framework and and you know today's steps are going to be you know they're going to be out of date in two or three years time you know, best practices of today in any industry are, are, are going to be obsolete in two or three years time. It's, it's really about helping the, the students understand the why behind each and every one of those steps. What are you trying to do? You know, what's the end goal here? And if you understand the fundamentals, if you understand the end goal, and if you understand this, you know, what you're trying to actually do, then you can take different pieces of, of, you know, different frameworks and as you said, like what you're trying to do, piece together what works for you, piece together what works for your own style and your your own philosophy and your own beliefs. And, you know, just develop the best brand strategy that you can with the tools that you have at your disposal. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say one thing that kind of hit the nail on the head for me that you said that no one else has said. Um, from a sales perspective, mm. I probably would do what you said where I'd, I'd say I also do strategy mm, yeah and you are right you know I've I've always had that kind of gut feeling that most of my clients would say that I don't need that and uh having that conversation in the way where it's just part of what you do it's part of your process mm, yeah um, that that's hit a nail on the head for me it's it's not something I I've I've considered you know just just to embed it in there and and as well uh, I mean it's something that I've been thinking about but it's something I want to make aware to the audience you also mentioned about how you present yourself so um from all your marketing your website everything that you're doing from from that initial touch point of that of of someone finding you it needs to be clear and how you work, how you approach things, and then it runs through everything that you're doing. So by by the time someone's actually got in touch with you, they should be aware that you um, you work in a more strategic way, or or you do position yourself as a strategist, and that's the reason why they've got in touch with you. Um, yeah, because I, I think something like logo design, graphic design, it it is commoditized. There's there's loads of uh, platforms out there now you know people can do it themselves with things like canva um you you can get graphic designed for cheap but but if uh, a client wants help and support with the the thinking and um translating that in a more effective way that's where graphic designers have real value and and why um I'm planning to go more down a strategic route and, and why I feel people listening should as well. Yeah. And, and look, here's the thing that, you know, what you said is, is 100% true in terms of, you know, graphic design at the moment. It's, you know, it's a, it's a game of supply and demand. You know, if, Mm -hmm. if there is enough supply of something, you know, forget, forget about, forget about uh you know design style and and your quality over another designer's quality if there are enough designers out there it, you know it's gonna affect the perception and and the 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 perceived value of design and that's what i saw that is what i saw that is part of the reason that i started to to go down the strategic route you know on one hand you know, I was passionate about branding. I wanted to learn as much as possible. But on the other hand, I had seen a lot of changes in the market. And, and 
you know, for a while, my 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 thought process was that you know the the cream rises to the top, you know, and mm-hmm. and it, when you get your prospects on the phone, you know, you convince them that your your design is a lot better than the one that they can get for half the price or you know or ten percent of the price. But that is a game that you don't want to play. If you're trying to convince your audience that your level of quality is better, uh, you know, they'll, they, will, they will get an end result of a logo over here. They'll get an end result of a logo over here. But the one that they're going to get over here is going to be much better. You know, you're, you're not going to win that argument because you're still in their mind a graphic designer compared to the person over here who is charging 50% less, who is also positioned as a graphic designer. It's not until you position yourself as different from the rest of them, different in the marketplace. Yep. What I do is help you with your business. You know, if you want, if you want a a graphic designer, um, you know, you can get a graphic designer, but you know, what I do is, is, more than that. And you're right. You know, you, you talk about that on your website, you have those in, you have conversations like that over the phone, you know, and if you have, you know, your, your services up there that are geared towards, you know, design packages, um, you know, uh, brochure design, business card design, flyer design, website design, well, then you're positioning yourself as a generalist designer, because that's what generalist designers do. They, they do all of those things. And there is, there is a, a, an issue in the market at the moment for generalist designers. The, the issue that I see is for the good generalist designers, the ones who are really good at what they do. They produce beautiful work and their work is undervalued because there are so many designers out there and the perception from the business community, the entrepreneur community is that design is cheap. You can go and get this done cheap on Fiverr. You can go and get this done cheap on Upwork. So when you come along with your beautiful designs and your well thought out processes, you know, it's going to be undervalued. It is going to be undervalued. So you need to, you need to position yourself, you know, talking to them about their business from the start, from the messaging on your website, from the conversations that you have over the phone. And if you allow them to jump straight into visuals, if you allow them to start talking logos and colors and all of that sort of stuff, well, then you're allowing them to position you as a generalist designer. So you have to take control of that. And, you know, positioning, positioning is a big part of, of, of strategic branding. So you need to do it for yourself. First and foremost, you need to position yourself so that they see you as more than just a designer. And they open up for the, the, they open up to the idea that, Hey, Maybe this person can help me with more than just my designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you nailed it on the head there. And and what you mentioned about doing uh, the the strategy for your own business, that's very much the reason why uh, podcasts like my, my own and uh, the, the future speak about this. Uh, there's a lot of conversations around kind of niching down. And, and that's one of the reasons why is because it, it's positioning. And if you are able to present yourself as the the expert in that area and and work in a strategic way, so that you are solving specific problems mm-hmm. and and you're able to demonstrate that you understand those problems in their specific niche, that's when you're going to be very busy. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I think that that's the way to go. And and niching goes beyond just strategy when it comes to design. So if you're a designer and you're mm-hmm. you're a kickass um, illustrator. Well, then, you know, and you also like to deal with, uh, you know, creative style businesses or, uh, you know, let's say health businesses for argument's sake, whatever, whatever, you know, you, you can couple your skills with a passion and then niche down and become, you know, the illustrator within that space. So niching goes beyond just design. It's, it's, it's just creating uh, a position for yourself in the mind of a specific group of people that you are the go-to person for this thing. And if you don't do that, if you, if you, uh, and, and this is something that I, that I uh, talk about in, in the, the, the course as well, you know, a lot of designers, when they, when they put their, their services out there into the world, their positioning is designed for small businesses. Now, when you think about that, if, if, if your target audience is small businesses, 
well then, you know, there's only two other types of businesses in the world, medium and large. So, you know, small, medium and large businesses are all of the businesses in the world. So small businesses, you're not niching, you're not speaking to anybody. If somebody, if, if I see something for small business, you know, on, on a Facebook ad, for example, I'm going to scroll past it. I'm going to scroll past the Facebook ad anyway. But, you know, if, if the messaging on the other hand is targeted specifically to me, so, you know, they're, they're offering me, you know, accounting services. So accounting services for creatives or accounting services for creative entrepreneurs. Well, then that message is going to speak to me a lot more clearly than, you know, accounting services for small business. You know, so if you're able to, if you're able to niche down to, to any field within, within branding, just make yourself a go-to for a specific style of design, a, a specific type of branding, you know, within a specific field, well, then you're going to be able to tailor your messaging to speak more directly to the people at the head of those businesses. And they're going to be more open to your messages because they're going to feel that you're speaking to them. Oh, absolutely. And I know that in in itself is a, another rabbit hole that we could go down. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to just steer the conversation back to the uh, strategy. So yeah. I know we've spoken about um, quite high level, but uh, there isn't the time to go through everything. We've spoken about what you would do in a strategy session and you mentioned about the frameworks. In terms of uh, a final product or a final item that you do give to the client after doing that work yeah. what does that look like okay yeah so there's there's a few schools of thought with this so when we go back to the and I'll, and I'll tell you what mine is but when we go back to the definition of what a brand strategy is it's a plan for brand expression so what you you need to make sure that the business has at the end is a tool for them to go out and express the brand from a strategic point of view. So, you know, I, I, I look at brand strategy deliverables broken up into three sections. Now, uh, the, the, the sections that I see them broken up into is brand strategy, brand identity, and marketing strategy and execution. And the reason that it goes across into marketing strategy and execution is that if, if you are going to develop a brand from scratch and you put in place a roadmap for this brand to succeed, well, then they're eventually going to have to go into the market and market themselves. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you need to branch into mar into marketing, become a marketing strategist, become a Facebook, a Facebook ads expert, an SEO expert, and all of that. But you do, do need to understand that your audience is on a journey. They're on a journey to promote their business and turn their business into a successful one through the brand that you're going to develop for them. So you should understand the customer journey that they're on and understand how far down the road of that customer journey that you're going to take them. Because once you've developed a strategic brand for them and a tool for brand expression and all of the, you know, the visual tools that, that come with that, then they are in a position where they're ready to go into the market. They're ready to introduce this brand to the world. Now, if you leave them at that point and, you know, let them go off on their own, well, then they're going to come into the marketing world. And yes, they will have a guide to go out and express the brand, but they will probably need a decent level of marketing knowledge to be able to go out and do that effectively. So, you know, whether that's through Facebook ads or content marketing or SEO, whatever, whatever it may be. So, so the what i'm trying to get at here is that the deliverables of an entire brand strategy is dependent on your position so if you're going to be a one-stop shop and, and you know you've seen these out there and there's more and more of these out there that you know will do your branding will do your website will do your marketing your seo your all of this because there are a lot of people out there that just want one person to hold their hand and bring them through everything and bring them all the way through but if, if you want to be a brand strategist and you want to become a specialist within branding and work on delivering a brand strategy to them, a, a, a brand expression tool and the brand visual elements that go with that, well, then you need to know the crossroads of marketing and where you're going to let their hand go and to at least have a path for them to go down. 
So that could be in the form of a partnership with a marketing firm. It could be in the form of a referral. But if you just, you know, kind of wipe your hands and say, see you later, well, then they're going to be left with a well-developed strategic brand and really great visual assets for them to be able to go out and express that brand, but they're not going to have, you know, the, the, the pathway to do it. So, so in terms of, in terms of my philosophy and what I provide my clients, I provide them with a tool for brand expression so that they know they can, uh, they can hand that to a brand manager or the brand leader can take this and, and, you know, understand how to go out and express that brand through social media posts or through, you know, their, their content marketing, they know they're, they're at the head of the business. They know what needs to happen so that they can manage it. They can, they can, you know, uh, they can take that brand into the market and express it. And the, the, the question then becomes, you know, do you, do you pass them on to, to somebody else to, to do the marketing? Do you have a partner to be able to do that marketing for them? Or they might have their own, their own direction in terms of the marketing that they want to go down. But the point that I'm getting at is understanding that crossroads. You know, you, you're getting into brand strategy. You're going to start developing brands for your clients. You should have a good grasp of the different channels that are available to the, the business that you're trying to help when it comes to the marketing side of things. Now, you can develop a marketing strategy if you have those skills, but if you don't have those skills, then focus on developing that strategic brand and that tool of expression. And that is a, a brand strategy manual that you hand over to them that they're going to be able to use. And they can hand that on to, you know, uh, a Facebook ads expert or, you know, a copywriter that they're using so that the tone of the brand, the, the strategy of the brand, the expression of the brand is consistent across the board. So the in, in terms of the philosophy that I teach and the framework that I teach and the deliverables of that framework, it's having all of those brand elements in place that influence and express the brand in a strategic way that, that's going to influence the mind of the target audience in a way that we want them to be, influ- to be influenced, in a way that we want them to see the brand. And, uh, and the, the, the assets and the, the visual brand expression tools that the brand can use then to express themselves in the market. So that's, that's, what, that's what is handed over to the client and then a, a, a roadmap or a pathway for them to either you know, hook up with somebody else, a, a, a business partner or a referral to go on and then express that through the marketing channels. Amazing. Um, one, I, I know that you mentioned about the manual and, um, I want to mention that in the course, you've got a, um, a, a downloadable InDesign file that you can edit, which I, I really wasn't expecting in there because a lot of courses like this doesn't have that. And, um, Mate, I went all quite a lot it took me six months to develop this course. And I, I think, I think a month and a half just to develop the yeah. tools. Yeah, it's good. And um, so that manual, uh, one thing that I, I was thinking whilst I was going through it and, and I'm sure, uh, other, uh, graphic designers might feel the same way because I've come from, um, uh, a graphic design background. Um, I am quite good at writing, but it's not my stronger skill. Mm. A lot of what's in there needs to be written mm-hmm. and, and translated and, and written do you advise to work with copywriters or work or collaborate with other people in order to put that together? Cause I think that's probably one of the most daunting things is gathering all this information together, translating it, rewriting it, putting it together in some kind of document. Yeah. How would you get around that? I, I know. And, 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 you know, I have had one or two, um, one or two people who were thinking about taking the course, ask that exact question. And, you know, uh, it, it's something that comes a little bit more natural to me. And, and, you know, I spend a lot of my days writing content now and the whole course that, that, um, that I created was, was written out. So, you know, it's something that came a little bit more natural to me, but it is a core skill that is required when developing a brand. And, you know, if you think, if you go back to, to, to 
what we're doing with the brand strategy, we're expressing the brand. Now, the brand expression is uh, broken up into visual expression and verbal expression. So any of that verbal expression is going to be written. So any of the uh, the all of the the messaging framework the the key messages within that framework the storytelling framework each of the chapters of the storytelling framework it's all it's all written based you you will have to structure together you know uh, sentences and copy to be able to uh, for for your your client to use as a guide to express that brand in the marketplace so the the choice is this Either work on honing those skills and developing your copywriter skills, or team up with somebody. Now, I had a, I had a, I had a um, uh, somebody reach out to me the other day, and they've just become a student actually, and her name is D, and and she said to me, "Look, I'm not a graphic designer, I'm a copywriter." Um, but I, I, I develop brands. I, I have a, you know, my hands on brands and, and I'm really interested in going down the, the brand strategy road. Do I need to be a graphic designer to, to be able to take this course? And, you know, my answer to her was, was absolutely not because brand strategy is about brand expression and that's divided up into visual and verbal. And, you know, it, it, her her thought process is okay. Well, I have the the verbal skills. I don't have the visual skills. So what she's going to do? She's going to team up with a graphic designer and create a, a branding business together with this person to be able to offer strategy and and you know have the the verbal communication and have the visual communication. So it's it, it definitely is an option if if. If you really can't stomach the 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 writing, then you're gonna need to team up with somebody who who can. And if you're gonna go down that road, well then you know find somebody who's good, find somebody who's really good, who has similar ambitions to yourself, who wants to build something, and then all of a sudden you've got a partner that you're able to bounce ideas off. You you know you you gather together your brand building framework. They take the writing part of it, you take the visual part of it, and there's parts of it that you will be able to collaborate together and put your creative thinking caps on because at the end of the day, copywriters, good copywriters, they're creative thinkers as well. So, you know, you've you've got two creative minds in, in the game and then, you know, you're going to be able to develop brands that have the visual skills and that have the, the copy skills. So that would be my advice. Try and hone your, your craft if you can because... You know, it is very important. It's if you if you don't have those skills at all, it can hinder you. But if if you don't want to hone the, those skills, if you don't want to get down that road, we'll then team up with somebody. Well, I I know with writing, I think that's important for um, marketing your own business and um, uh, you know working on things like SEO, content marketing, and stuff like that. As a graphic designer, it's an incredible skill to be able to. Uh, right, and I, I do feel very fortunate that I do have those skills mm. myself. But yeah, I think I think it's the, the the best advice to team up with with somebody else. Um, I, I think branding uh, for a small business is, is manageable for one person, but it, the moment you go up to like a medium sized large business, uh, I know you mentioned earlier that that's not the best way to categorize. But if you do uh, move up those levels, it's a very very big task to uh work with someone work with a business to create that strategy so teaming up with someone i i think makes total sense especially if that's not your uh strongest skill set or if that's something that, that you dislike it's, it's a benefit to both people and i think it's a, a testament to your course as well that brand strategy isn't just for designers it's for business owners it's for copywriters it's for uh, there, there's so many different uh potential backgrounds that you could be from where you would require this it just happens that it just happens to be that i think graphic designers like I, like I mentioned earlier, we we gravitate towards branding, and and from branding you go into understanding what a brand is, and then you you want to start creating those from the ground up and and understanding what um, 
existing companies are doing so that you can help those businesses uh, more effectively communicate what they're trying to do and um, basically succeed. And, and that's where I really see the value of, of learning um, as much as you can about these different frameworks and, and approaches so that you can help your customer, help your client, help business owners um, achieve their goals rather than just create a logo. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just on, on the graphic design versus the copywriters versus the entrepreneurs, one of the reasons, you know, that, that I'm speaking with designers and I'm, I'm, uh, and my messaging is, is completely geared to designers is based on my positioning. So uh, I know that this course will be beneficial for entrepreneurs. I know that this course will be beneficial for copywriters, but if I try to appeal to all of those people, then I would appeal to no one. So my my messaging is tailored specifically to graphic designers, and that allows me to resonate with them on a much deeper level because my experience is graphic design, my story is graphic design. So all of the concepts that I'm teaching is present within the Brand Master Academy brand itself because my my messaging, the 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 storytelling framework, and how I'm communicating to my target audience is based on graphic designers brilliant well i we've spoken for about an hour now we've we've covered loads of topics so what i'm going to do is um in the show notes for this episode i'm going to link to your course and um, more information about you and and everything else that we mentioned in in this episode so that people can go and look into it and uh make their own mind up if it's something that they'd like to um dive into more but i think this has been an absolutely fantastic conversation so uh, Stephen, thank you so much for your time mate it's been an absolute pleasure and i'm sure i'll talk to you again soon if you'd like to learn more about brand strategy from Stephen, I'd highly recommend his training course, Brand Master Academy, which you can find by heading to logogeek.uk forward slash brand master. Through that link, you'll get access to a free mini training session from Stephen, and you'll also be able to find out more about the training course too. It's around $500 for the entire thing, but it's definitely a worthwhile investment. As I mentioned, I've been working through the course myself. It's very comprehensive, it's well-produced, well-structured, and I think Stephen is an excellent teacher. So if you want to work more strategically as a graphic designer like I do, or if you wish to transition to become a full-on brand strategist, it's definitely a worthwhile investment. So again, to check out the training course, head to logogeek.uk forward slash brandmaster. Alternatively, check out the show notes for this week's episode, which will include a link to that, Stephen's social channels, links to any books mentioned in the interview, as well as a full transcription too. So show notes can be found by heading to logageek.uk forward slash 71. Again, to find the show notes for this week's episode, head to logageek.uk forward slash 71. If you're keen to discuss anything mentioned in this interview with me, Stephen, and almost 8,000 other logo designers from around the world, join the Logo Geek community on Facebook. It's totally free to join and it's incredibly active, meaning that you'll get your questions answered, the feedback that you want, and the support that you need to grow as a designer. So to find that, simply head to logogeek.uk forward slash community or do a search on Facebook for the Logo Geek community. So that is it for this week, but I will see you the same time next week for another exciting episode of the Logo Geek podcast.